into the game. With Caitlin Clark now 66 points away from passing Kelsey Plum for most all time, the Iowa Hawkeyes are off until Thursday when they host Penn State. Super Bowl week is underway in Las Vegas, where the 49ers and Chiefs square off on Sunday. DraftKings line has the Niners favored by two. The Washington Commanders officially hired Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator. Kingsbury worked with quarterback Caleb Williams as an assistant at USC this season. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Monday get one of Jethro's world famous meal deals. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Our number two, it's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO momentarily. Alec Bussey covers Iowa State uh, for uh, CycloneAlert.com. He's coming up any minute now. We will talk uh, to C.J. Moore from the Athletic College Basketball from a national perspective. Trent's plays of the day coming up, and I'll do my darndest to get the keyword right uh, this hour. I <laughs> uh, feel pretty good about that. Let's get to Alec Bussey in here. He joins us. Alec, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on, Alec Bussey. How are you? Good guys, thanks for having me on. It was a pretty crazy weekend. Um, Trent, where are your plays for tonight? Maybe I'll maybe I'll follow. I like K State tonight. That's one how many that's... points you getting? Uh, four and a half. Thought it'd be higher. Yeah, well, I won't follow that one, and I also don't gamble, but you know, <laughs> I can't follow that one. <laughs> understandable, definitely understandable. But yeah, we uh, got to do a little work, you know, getting those numbers for the Miac and the Swack games that are played on Monday. Mm. Got to dig a little bit deeper for those ones. Yeah, it's not the shiniest slate, uh, Alec. Before we run out of time, or uh, more importantly, I guess a, a better way to put it, before I forget, um, I want to give you an opportunity. You got a sale going on, a, a terrific special uh, right now uh, over at Cyclone. Alert.com, part of 24-7. Why don't we do that before we um, uh, go any further? Yeah, we are running a 75% off deal today. It actually ends tonight around, um, I believe, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night. So you can sign up at Cyclone Alert for 75% off and get full premium access to all of our VIP content, our VIP message boards. Um, And you'll probably see some scoop as to why I decided to drop my most recent crystal ball on a 2025 football recruit. So definitely a great time to sign up, certainly save some money, and there's a lot going on um, on the Cyclone Alert message boards and everything over at the website that we certainly um, encourage everyone to check out because I had a huge post last week about um, things going on in the Cyclone recruiting world. Yeah, and it's been a busy time, right, football-wise. Uh, Iowa State got a commitment from a quarterback. Is it, do you pronounce his last name, Mansk? Is that how you say it? A, a 2025 QB, big kid, maybe not done growing, six foot three, uh, 205 pounds. Uh, what do we know about him? Yeah, uh, it's pronounced Mansky. He's from, uh, yeah, he's pronounced, he's from, uh, Algona, Iowa. He's one of the better prospects, um, in the state. We currently have him ranked as the number three prospect in the state behind two blue chip kids, including Thomas Meyer, who committed to Iowa mm-hmm. last night, a blue chip tight end. Um, I'm sure you guys talked to Scott Doctorman about that earlier today. Um, but, yeah, Alex Mansky is certainly a rising prospect in the composite rankings. 24-7 has him just outside of the top 500. I think there's a good potential for that ranking to kind of increase and grow. He's pretty raw, um, and that's one of the reasons why the Cyclone staff was really interested in bringing him in um, because they love the development potential that he has at quarterback. Um, he's a multi-sport athlete, plays four sports um, at Arizona. So, you know, there's there's not a lot of time for him to train and focus specifically on football. But 
um, you know, Iowa State feels like because of that, there's a lot of tools and, and molding of clay that can go on um, in terms of making him a, a, an impactful quarterback prospect for the Cyclones in the future. First commitment for the class of 2025, big junior day weekend, obviously, and this is the time where we start to turn our attention now to those kids that are currently juniors in high school, getting ready for next year, their final season, and their final go-around. Uh, what do you heard talking to, I know, a lot of different kids that have come through here. It's very rare that you get anything negative, but who are some names that Cyclone fans should get to know for this next class? Yeah, it's certainly a really good question. Um, I would say that there's a few in-state kids that they have done a really good job of prioritizing. They did a good job um, fighting for, for Thomas Meyer, um, who, like I said, was a blue-chip tight end prospect who committed to, to Iowa. Jack Limbaugh, um, teammate of Al Kavansky at Algona. Um, that's one that you definitely want to follow, another top-ten prospect. In the state, um, Will Tompkins is another top-ten prospect in the state. Tompkins is an offensive tackle. Um, he's starting to get some increased interest here in Wisconsin. Recently offered, I believe, Florida um, is kind of tracking him right now. That's one that I would certainly suggest Cyclone fans keeping up with. Um, and then there's some out-of-state targets that are certainly worth following. Um, Charlie Wolben is an edge prospect from DeSoto, Kansas. Both of his parents grew up Cyclones. Uh, both of his parents went to Iowa State, so he kind of grew up a Cyclone in a little bit of ways. Uh, he was on campus last weekend. Um, and Trey Verdon, the younger brother of current defensive back Malik Verdon um, has taken a visit to Iowa State as well and that's one that I would certainly encourage fans to follow along with as well. One guy that they didn't get, Malachi Curvey, of course Brent Curvey was his father and a big play Curvey was something that resonated for a long time both with Iowa State and then over with the Barnstormers for another number of years. Uh, did you have a chance to talk to Malachi after he made his commitment to Kansas and what kind of led him down that path here what about a month ago? Yeah, so I didn't talk to him following his commitment to KU, um, but I talked to him a good amount leading up to the decision to commit to Kansas. Um, and I think one of the reasons he really felt comfortable with KU is just they were pushing the hardest of all the schools that were recruiting him. His recruitment kind of had some unfortunate circumstances. He dealt with some injuries during his junior season, particularly with a back um, injury that just kind of limited him a good bit. Athletically, there's a lot of great traits there, but I just don't think that the tape was all the way there for him um, during his junior season, largely because of um, his back injury. So he goes and commits to KU. Kansas is obviously a staff that believes a lot in athleticism and traits and taking kids like that. Um, not that Iowa State isn't, but he seems to always be interested in kind of blazing his own path. Um, and Kansas was a place that he felt was a really good fit for him, and he decides to go be a Jayhawk. Uh, let's switch to uh, to uh, uh, basketball as the uh, Cyclones stay out on the road. They'll take on Texas tomorrow, Longhorn Network, uh, 7 o'clock to tip off for that one. Um, I- I'm not sure what I saw Saturday because I hated the angle. It was really difficult for me to follow. Maybe that's just being old or maybe I'm just uh, whatever. Um, but what I did see is, is something we've seen over the past uh, couple of weeks anyways. Kashawn Gilbert continues uh, to his stellar play. Turnover at the end aside, right? Uh, that was unfortunate, and I'm sure that that, uh, that stuck with him and that clearly overshadowed, which was a terrific night uh, for Kashawn Gilbert. Uh, just your thoughts overall on the Baylor game. Um, coming back from that big first-half deficit to take the lead. Baylor kind of self-imploding. They made their free throws during that run, which was kind of ironic, right, Matt? Uh, strange what you what happens when you make your free throws. Other than that, they didn't make them. Uh, your takeaway from Saturday night? Yeah, it was a wild game. Um, you know, I'm not particularly sure what exactly happened either. Um, obviously, Iowa State was in a really good position at one point in the second half. I think they had to 
eight-point lead, I think it was, at one point in the second half, and they led for about eight minutes in the second half in total. Um, so that's certainly a game that you feel like you had a chance to win. But I also kind of feel like Iowa State didn't necessarily deserve to win because of like what you said, um, struggles at the free throw line, you know, falling behind big against Baylor on the road certainly doesn't work in your favor. And also, I think I think we all have to kind of admit that like the way that the game was officiated, at least with technical fouls um, in the second half, was not something that went Baylor's way. Like I felt like Scott <laughs> Drew did not deserve to be ejected. You know, the first technical foul, I certainly can understand. Like, he was on the court. The ball was on that side. I get that one. I felt like the second technical foul was was a little unfair. Um, I definitely don't know what happened on the third one. Maybe a magic word yeah. was said. Had to have been. That's, yeah. That was my takeaway, too. But, man, like, that's a lot of – that's a big swing for Iowa State. And those points that they got in the second half at the free throw line following technical foul certainly sparked their big run. I think they had a 20-0 run. Yep. It kind of helped them take the lead. Um, but, yeah, they just couldn't really close it out. They struggled to kind of score in the last three or four minutes. They did a good job defensively, and Iowa State just couldn't get shots to fall. Um, I will give T.J. Altsberger a lot of credit, though. I thought that the the, the set to Milan Momsilovic to end the game nearly worked to perfection. You don't know if you've got enough time with 1.2 right. seconds left to get a shot off um, after a pass. But I will say, like, it's nearly impossible to get a good shot with 1.2 seconds coming out of a side by out of bounds. Like, and I think that that shot by Momsilovich might have actually gotten off um, in time had he not bobbled it off of his thigh or his knee. So um, that just shows you, you know, how quickly you have to work um, and execute in those situations. And I did think that um, was effective. It just didn't get off in time. In a game where Trey King struggled, and we've seen that the up and down nature of his game where we saw Robert Big Brob struggling at the free throw line for a 10. Just four minutes of game action for Demario Watson, and it felt like he had found that niche, found that role. It's the least amount of minutes that he got in the Big 12. Missed opportunities, sign of things to come, or just a one-off. Your takeaway with Watson only playing four minutes. Yeah, I think it was one of those situations where, you know, I would say certainly doesn't match up the greatest with, like, longer, more athletic wings um, like Jalen Bridges, just because Milan Felt admittedly isn't the fastest or fleetest of foot. So I thought that that would be a good opportunity for Demarion to potentially get some minutes. Mm-hmm. That being said, Baylor's such a good offensive team, and it was a fairly high-scoring game when you kind of look back at it. Um, you know, 70-68 is not super high-scoring, but there was a good amount of points scored um, in the second half of that game uh, for each team, especially in clutch moments that I feel like you kind of wanted to go with the offense over the defense. But, you know, you also kind of think to the Marion, he hasn't really played a ton in recent games in general. Um, so I think that that's kind of worth observing because he kind of worked his way back into the rotation, especially when Jamie Lipsy was out with his shoulder injury. So I think that that's definitely um, an intriguing storyline to move forward. Is Lipsy 100%, do you think, Alex? We I, the last since he's, since he's come back, he certainly had his moments. Um, and I don't want to sound like I'm being overly critical of him. I just think we've seen him, we saw him uh, at, at, at his game at a, at a higher level prior to the injury. Is that fair to say or unfair? I think it's probably fair to say. Um, I think it's kind of worth noting that since he's come back from the injury, and again, it's a shoulder injury, and those are difficult injuries, and I don't want to say that this is like concrete for sure information, um, but the vibe I kind of got from talking to 
you know, Otzelberger, Taman was, that was going to be something that he kind of dealt with a little bit coming back um, for the rest of the season. Shoulder injuries generally are tough to, to rehab from, but since coming back in those three games, um, you know, he's only averaging 8.7 points. He's shooting, I think, under 40, 30, 35% from twos. Um, has seen the three-point percentage fall closer to back to what it was last season. I think some offensive regression was probably expected for him in Big 12 play from where he was at in non-conference play overall. But um, yeah, you certainly want to get him going offensively again. Um, as you kind of look what's upcoming for Iowa State, they play Texas on Tuesday and they get another Tough matchup on Saturday against TCU at home Coliseum. They're all tough in the Big 12. That's the way mm. that this conference certainly has been. It's not like it was a year ago with Tyrese Hunter, and obviously this is the only meeting between the two teams, so tie-breaking scenarios when you're looking at conference standings. This is going to be important for that. But a year removed with Tyrese Hunter now playing at Texas for the second consecutive year. What do you anticipate You know, the reaction from some of his former teammates is going to be like coming up uh, tomorrow night? I mean, if you look at it, there's not a ton of guys still on the team. It's true. Um, yeah. From, it's from Harry Sutter's yeah. freshman season at Iowa State. Um, the game's also in Austin, um, in Austin. And Texas doesn't make a return trip to Hilton, um, unfortunately, for the student section, because I'm sure that they would much like to have Texas come here and do the horns down um, <laughs> and obviously throw some verbal taunts towards Tyrese. I don't think you'll see anything like nasty or gross kind of happen at least you hope to not see anything like that i think a lot of times to be honest with you guys like players kind of get it and players are mm-hmm. all generally friends because they all grow up playing against each other um or with each other on the AAU circuits i feel like um you know i've talked to friends about this in the past to also kind of cover college basketball it feels like the only like true rivalry where the players have legitimate animosity between each other on the court is duke and carolina um, you know, like I've heard stories of like USC and UCLA players being together in the summer and playing pickup against each other um, in LA, and that's like a rivalry as well. So, you know, you got Indiana, Purdue. That's one where there's maybe some animosity. Um, you know, maybe Louisville, Kentucky is another one. But I just feel like players know each other so much more now than they did 25, 30 years ago because of how connected the basketball world has become that they don't have a lot of beef or negative energy towards another player very often. I think that's a fair point. Uh, Alec Bussey, 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com, 70% off sale goes through tonight uh, for uh, your current subscribers, plus to those who sign up before the end of the day and take advantage of that offer. What have you got coming up this week, Alec? Yeah, we'll obviously have a story going up on Brock Purdy playing in the Super Bowl. I shouldn't just say playing. Um, let's give him his credit. He's starting in the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so we'll give him some, we'll give him some um, coverage this week at Cyclone Alert. I'd be on the lookout for that later today. Um, then we'll have some recruiting coverage going up later on throughout the week on some recent visitors this past weekend, um, continuing to cover the commitment of Alex, Alex Mansky at quarterback. Um, and then we'll be excited to be back inside of Hilton Coliseum on Saturday afternoon for TCU Iowa State for what should be another um, an interesting game on Saturday against the Colin Frogs. No, no. Is that 1 o'clock or 2? Do you, do you know offhand? I believe it's a one o'clock. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, Thank you for doing this. As as always, Alec, we will speak with you next Monday. Thank you. Yeah, of course, guys. Looking forward to it. Have a great day. Yeah, you do the same. Alec Bussey, 24-7 sports, cyclonealert.com. Yeah, TCU comes. (laughs) There are no breathers. No, not at all. Breathers. Rest of the way. One after another. Texas TCU this week. Yep. At Cincinnati. You see what they did? did, Yes. Then you get tech after that. Go to Houston. Oh, that'll be fun. 
West Virginia at home, okay. Maybe, yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. UCF on the road. They beat Kansas. They've been very good there. You get BYU coming in. Yeah, try to uh, avenge the loss. And then you go down to the Octagon of Doom. Oh, my God. And the vitriol that's going to be waiting there. Yeah. Is going to be through the roof. It's going to be nuts, Trent. It's going to be. You know, I was a Tang fan prior to this year. I'm not so much in, oh, really? in, in that camp anymore. You're a good Iowan. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, Kansas, it's like one of the teams that you get on the you get on the crap list. Yeah, right? that's that's true. Uh, did you see Bobby Witt, the face of the Kansas City Royals, signed an 11 year deal? Mm-hmm. Could be 14 worth 377 million dollars. The Royals spent that much money. Look, he's a terrific player. Yes, you have to sign it. He's the face of your franchise. That sends a statement. It now, does. are they moving? Is is that part and parcel of we need a new stadium? Bobby Witt's not going anywhere. Uh huh. Is you think that there's something to that? Can you connect some dots there? I think so. I yes, kind of pushing it in that direction. Mm-hmm. Look, we're invested. We're here. We're yep. signing up our young talent. We're going to make this happen. We're moving downtown. But it's just more and more, right? I mean, what the Brewers did with what was it, Churio? I think is yeah, how you say yeah, the kid's name. Is. The, You're right. Yep. The minor leaguer that. Yep. At least Bobby Witt's played here. That's true. <laughs> yeah. This that's is, a little easier to swallow, right? It, but you know what? Look at the Braves. The Braves, that's their mm-hmm. modus operandus, right? They yep. sign these guys before they get to that point. Um, anyways, good stuff. And good for the Kansas City Royals. Nice to see that. Uh, to your question, yes. One o'clock tip-off for Iowa State TCU. It'll be a gold out. Okay. And, and the Hawks play when? Before the Super Bowl? They play at 2 o'clock on Sunday, yes. So 2 o'clock to say 4.30. Uh-huh. Who's got the coverage of that? Was that BTN? That's a BTN game. Boy, I'm into the Big Ten Network. Following the game, Illinois, Nebraska last night. Yeah, I texted you. I'm watching 60 Minutes like an old man. I thought, oh, you know, who's going to be there with me? (laughs) Yeah, no new news. No, you were over watching the hoops, and I was jumping back and forth, but there was uh, a sports gambling piece on 60 Minutes. You know, I've got it recorded. Is it it good? It's interesting, yeah. uh, And what is it? Who does it... um, Kind of go after the younger demographic? Yes, definitely that. Talking about the people uh-huh. under 25, uh, some of the issues that have cropped up with that demographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the targeting ads towards younger people. Mm-hmm. We know there's been a number of states that... Is it settled. Yes. Yep. Ohio was one of them, yep. got in trouble for that. Um, and then at the end, they talked to this lawyer, a couple of lawyers. And one of them is the lawyer that mm, 30, 40 years ago brought down big tobacco. Really? Yeah. So where where's he trying to go with this? These targeted ads, this is going to be a big issue going forward. Uh-huh. We need to look at that like big tobacco. Because tobacco can no longer advertise. Uh-huh. Sports gambling, this just in, buys a lot of ads. Right. Yeah. And not just here. <laughs> Everywhere around the uh, the 30 or whatever it is states uh-huh. that it's legal in. 38 now? And, and not just on radio and TV, in buildings, yes. in stadiums. Partnering with sports teams that you never thought would happen. The Super Bowl, this just in, is in Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> what a world we live in. What a world we live in, indeed. Just bananas, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. It's 1225, and it's time for another $1,000 swoosh. Head to KXNO.com right now. You can enter the nation word, uh, the nationwide keyword grand, grand, at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000 grand. 
at kxno.com. C.J. Moore covers college basketball nationally for The Athletic. We will catch up with him. Trent's plays of the day still to come. Look forward to that. Did you see any Purdue whiskey yesterday? I did, yeah. Back of a game? Couldn't get back over the hump, though, they the Badgers. could they? They couldn't. Didn't shoot the ball. Nope. That's how you have to beat. That's too the... much Smith yesterday. Brandon Smith was just all over the floor. Is that the only way to beat Purdue? You have to shoot the ball well. There's not another path. Yeah. I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. This is a fun game. It's a yeah. good game. A great weekend of college basketball. Mm-hmm. It truly was. Start I, to I finish. When you were watching, because I hadn't flipped back until after that piece that we were talking about mm-hmm. to the Illinois game, and Illinois blooms it back to 10. I'm like, oh, this, this game's over. over. Yeah, yeah. Right. And we're putting some stuff away in the basement. And we're getting out decorations for Valentine's Day. Of course, that's next Decorations up. for oh, Valentine's yeah. Day. You know, it goes from Christmas to uh-huh. and then Valentine's. And then the and Easter rabbits Patrick's, come out. Here comes Easter, and <laughs> away we go. So it was Valentine's stuff. And putting all of a sudden, I look, and it's a two-point game. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sorry, hon. I'm going to sit down here for a little bit and watch the end of this yeah, one. That was good. Tominaga hitting his free throws yeah. down the stretch. Uh, yeah, it was a fun game. Fun game. Nebraska, if it would have... I mean, what a week it could have been for them, right? Yes. Picking off whiskey mm-hmm. and then following up with a road win over Illinois. It was not to be. Purdue, five top ten wins now this season. I still think they're not the same <laughs> level as UConn. Uh, the second most top ten wins this year. Who is it? Uh, there's four teams, including the Iowa State Cyclones. Is that a fact? Yeah. How about that? Heady territory for those clones. That conference, my God, it's good. It's Miller and Condon. We will talk to C.J. Moore when we come back. It's Des Moines Sports Station. Again, the keyword is grand, grand, kxno.com. Well, let's get to C.J. Moore. He covers college basketball for the athletic. Trent, I'm going to let you take this first one because you alerted me to the piece on Josh Schertz and you... Um, made sure you reminded me the next day. Did you read it? Did you read it? I got to reading it over the weekend. Uh, first of all, CJ, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. I'm going to let Trent uh, talk to you about the piece. It's a great read. It really is. I'm glad uh, that I read it. I did not know his backstory, but Trent, take over. Yeah, CJ, just an incredible job of uh, a guy that we've got to know the last couple of years. He's been building Indiana State up. Uh, what led you down that path? You're a national writer for The Athletic. You've been on the national beat now for better part of a decade. So what took you to Terre Haute, and what took you down the path of just an incredible story of Coach Schertz? Well, sometimes you get lucky in this mm. business, right? And I, um, I was going to um, Indiana for to cover the KU-Indiana game and um, was going to go a day. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Early to do something on Indiana, but I was like, yeah, Indiana kind of stinks. <laughs> yes, and you're then right. I, was, I was also that, you know, that same Saturday I was going to Arizona, Purdue, and I almost flew to Tucson ahead of time to, to do a behind the scenes thing with Arizona, but that got squashed. Mm-hmm. So 
So I was like, what else can I do? And I knew Indiana State was going to be in Indianapolis. And then, you know, had knew about their offense and how well they were doing and um, called a couple buddies who were in coaching, talked about, um, you know, Josh and, and uh, you know, Hurdy's good dude, great offensive mind. So I honestly was – I set this, the interview up late on a Friday night before they played Ball State, and it was honestly going to be about their offense. Uh-huh. And I had a bunch of – you know, I would studied their tape all week and had a bunch of clips pulled to, to watch with them, and I – I was sitting around Indianapolis all day because I flew in early, waiting for him, watching their tape, and I was like, well, I better you know, do a Google search on this guy and see if there's anything interesting out there about him. So I fa- came across a story when he was at uh, Lincoln Memorial, just on, like, on their school website, about how he had played tennis. So I you know, casually kind of brought it up in um, conversation when, when we started talking that he had, he had played te- you know, So he played tennis as a kid, and... Basically, just kept pulling at those threads, and he, you know, come to find out he has this, this incredible story. And honestly, he he never like. I talked to some of his best friends in coaching, and was like, "Did you know about this?" He's like, "No, I, you know, hmm. I don't know. I, we had no idea." So, um, you know, I ended up talking to Josh probably five or six times, probably five six hours. Um, you know, following up on the phone after like now with almost two hours the first night. So. Um, it's it's the most incredible coaching story I have ever come across, and probably ever will. No, it's phenomenal, and just the you know the father aspect and getting kicked out and homeless. Just a, it's a, it's a great read. I don't want to spoil it for us athletic subscribers that didn't see it out there. This is when you're gonna if you had to put together a resume, CJ, at one point or look back on your career. What were some maybe of an the, award coming as well? There you go. That that this has to be on it. It's 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 that good. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. It, it's it's probably. Um, the story I probably spent the longest amount of time on, just making sure I had it right. So, um, made, you know, made a lot of phone calls. A lot of people interviewed that didn't even make the story, but just wanted to make sure I, I captured it the right way. So, um, I appreciate you guys saying that. Definitely did, and uh, a pretty good basketball team definitely helps. I'm sure mm. a few more people trying to find out more about this Indiana State team athletic subscription and taking a look at it. We watched them uh, start to finish against Drake over the weekend, a game where ne- neither team played at their highest level yet. Mm. Uh, Indiana State pulls away late and gets the victory in that one. This Indiana State team, they're interesting. You talked about the reason the conversation started was their offense. They're so wa- weird to watch. I mean, Avia is just a goober out there, and he leads the team in assists. How does a guy that was in obscurity coaching D2 basketball and really not getting a shot, being able to do this at a place where not many people thought you could win anymore at Indiana State? Yeah, I mean, I think it's arguably maybe the toughest job in that, that league. Yeah. And, um, I think he you know, from his D2 days is, is such a good evaluator of talent and kind of what fits him and what the way he wants to play. And, you know, you look at their, their roster and watch those guys play. I mean, um, Isaiah Swope, Ryan Conwell, Jason Kent, Julian Larry, like any of those guards, they could play at the high major level, in my opinion. Like, I think they're real, real yep. legitimate dudes. And then Robbie Avila is just such a weird <laughs> mashup and yeah. such a creative player. You, you know, in, in Iowa country, you guys will... This one might. I'll be curious if you agree with me. To me, he's he's almost like a nerdier George Niang. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, it's a good one. Like, I, yeah, I think I think there's some similarities with the way Josh uses him and the way Fred used to and, and Steve used to use George. You know, being able to bring the ball up and a little slow footed, but just so so skilled and um, you know strong and kind of kind of just just has every fundamental you want and. 
Um, he, I, I think there's a little George Niang in this game, and you know George is one of my all-time favorites, and, and Robbie's pretty fun to watch too. No, he really is. And somebody tweeted over the weekend: the country in March is going to learn to <laughs> love Robbie Avila, and I couldn't agree with him more. Let's talk yeah. about a conference that you spent a lot of time while going to school in and covering, etc. And that is, to me, the most uh, daunting conference in college basketball, top to bottom. Uh, it's just so much fun to watch every given night. Right? It's just, I mean, there's a whole pack of teams at four and five. They're within two games of the lead. Yeah. Um, when I watch Kansas, let me start there. I, I Obviously a talented team, but it's is it a lack of depth that should concern Jayhawk fans, uh, or is there something we don't know, somebody that's, you know, that's going to come back and uh, is going to be added to that roster and going to make an impact? We see what Furphy's doing now. He's been unbelievable, but the bench isn't very deep, CJ, is my take. Yeah, and, and you know, the first couple of months of the season, it was all about their big four, and man, they just don't have much help outside of that. But the emergence of Johnny Furphy, I do think, has changed them. And I thought actually against Iowa State, they played really well and just you know kind of ran into a team that was really hot that day. But it felt like they were turning a corner. And man, you know they played just outstanding against Houston the other day. And you know Houston is the tough one of the toughest defenses to go against there is ever. Like mm-hmm. you look um, going into that game, their their numbers. Um, on Kimpom defensively, I think the only team this century that w- had better numbers, like if the season had, had finished that day, was uh, Kentucky. The year they almost went undefeated, the year they mm-hmm. lost in the Final Four. So it's you know it's a special special defense. K- KU shot sixty nine percent on them. <laughs> they had a great plan and they really executed it well. But you are right that their their bench is a concern. But El Marco Jackson, who was starting most of the year, I do think he fits more you know better now, kind of in a six man role and. I, seems like a little pressure's off him and he's playing a little bit better lately and they've got some other guys that are capable of giving them spot minutes here and there and if you're healthy and you get to the tournament i mean the breaks are so long that you know this team is probably set up well to play an NCAA tournament they're old i think they take some possessions off sometimes just because they don't have much depth but i do think in a tournament setting if they get hot um they're they're pretty dangerous but you know in the long grind of the big 12 without having depth it's, it's tough Certainly is, and uh, this team, the conference, what, 9, 10, maybe 11 teams with the right mix, getting into the NCAA tournament. Now, another reason for that is you look across, the Big Ten, down. ACC, down. Big East, after uh, the top level, obviously, with UConn, a lot of question marks there. Is this going to lead to the Mountain West getting four, five, maybe six teams in the tournament? Is is that the direction it feels like we're heading right now, CJ? Uh you know, I hope so. I'd, I'd love to see the Mountain West get more in than we, we're used to. And, and man, it's probably not going to happen, but I'd love to see the Valley get in. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I, like, I think Bradley, Drake, and Indiana State are all good enough to win a game in the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. Um, now, I, I think Indiana State will have enough to get in as at large. So it's probably one of those other teams that's going to probably need to win the conference tournament. But, um, I, you know, if, if, if I was picking a field and I was just going with my cut, I'd probably get those teams in. But the Mountain West also very, very fun this year. Um, I think Utah State, Boise State, New Mexico, Colorado State, San Diego State, um, I think those five, wow. if, if, if it started today, would, would in, in my opinion, would probably be in. I think Nevada's another team to maybe watch, but I don't think they're quite good enough. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think the, the Mountain West has a decent chance at five. We'll see. I'd love to see it because it's, it's a really, really fun league this year. And, uh, you know, some really good teams with good coaches. And, and you know, in, in my opinion, probably better than the Pac-12. 
CJ Moore is joining us uh, from The Athletic, uh, covers college basketball. Uh, final couple of minutes here with you, CJ. Uh, Purdue, your number one team this week. Purdue and UConn, to me, you can, you know, I don't want to say they're interchangeable, uh, but what is it about Purdue? Is it the, uh, I mean, Brain Smith was unbelievable against Wisconsin yesterday. So good. Uh, are those two teams in your mind clearly above everybody else, or is this, uh, you know, tap the brakes a little bit? Houston and North Carolina and uh, some of the others not far behind. No, I, I do think that, that Purdue and Connecticut have separated themselves from, from kind of everybody else. I mean, we'll see in the SA tournament setting, like, one and done. You never freaking know. But um, those two teams are really, really good. I, I don't know that I necessarily think Purdue is, is better than UConn. I, I mean, it's a, it's a 1A, 1B type situation right now. But I think Purdue has the best resume. Um, you know, I feel like when you're ranking teams, you know, resume should matter. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily who's who's the who you think would go win the next day. But um, I think Purdue's resume is, is you know, just the wins they have are, are, are above everybody else's. But Connecticut's really freaking good they and are. really hasn't been healthy all year. And um, so we're just now kind of getting to see how good Connecticut can be because they're, they're finally you know, getting – even the other day their their foreman was, was hurt. I think he had an ankle um, injury. So – you know, we, that that team, the ability to battle injuries and still have the record they have is pretty impressive. But I, I'm with you. Braden Smith is one of my favorite point guards in the country Oof. to watch. He, he was outstanding against uh, Northwestern. For some reason, teams keep playing that drop coverage against him and letting him step into those 18 footers, <laughs> and he's just going to keep hitting them. Yeah, they'll learn, you would think. Yeah, the weekend started, a Saturday started, Madison Square Garden, and just kept going. Even last night, the finale on the Big Ten Network was terrific. As Nebraska and Illinois go to overtime. CJ, thanks for giving us some time. Again, well done on that piece on Josh Schertz. It's, it's a must-read if you're a sports fan. Uh, it's, so, it's so much more than basketball. We'll just leave it that way. CJ, thank you. All right, thanks for spreading the word. Yep, appreciate it, guys. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you. C.J. Moore from The Athletic as we talk a little college basketball. 1245, we'll take our final break. Uh, Trent's Plays of the Day coming up. Circus Sports sponsor those. You wish you were in Vegas? Always. Except for this week. 51 weeks out of the year. I I would still be happy. You still would be? Yeah. I I think I could find a good time. Oh, yeah. Uh, there will have plenty of people to keep you company yes. looking for that good time. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.800. Bets off. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa features Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or you can find them online at Washer Systems. If you have... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renner's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renner's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528-44. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at wolfroofing.net. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circusports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1 800 bets off. Uh, Trends plays of the day. Circus Sports sponsor those. Uh, not the l- biggest slate of games on a Monday night. Big Monday starts in the ACC, finishes in the Big 12 in Manhattan, is mm-hmm. Kansas, and K State go at it. You've already said you like K State in that game, which surprised me a little bit. Yeah, four in a row. Uh, losses for Kansas State. Octagon and Doom off a big win. There's no way Kansas is going to play at that level again offensively yeah. against the best defensive team in a decade. That was unbelievable. It, it was stupid. Yep. It just, was. What, nine of their first ten? And Houston never really got back. They didn't. They, they instantly, trailed, by, trailed by double digits most of the entire yes. game. It just, you never had that feeling, oh, here we go. It was just <laughs> Kansas kept them at arm's reach away mm-hmm. and were never able to do it. Like Houston's never dealt with anything like that before. They've never walked into a environment. Did Fog Allen, you mean? That Did it, you see how bananas it was? It was incredible. Mm-hmm. That was a great environment. Another great environment. UConn going to MSG. And you saw all the red in the bottom, and then all the blue up top, yep. as all the UConn fans were there. So did you see leading up to that game, Patino said this will be the last year it will be an MSG? No. They're going to play it at Corseca, yeah, at the little gym on the campus. Is that what they want? They think that well, gives that's them an edge? That's what Patino wanted, because it's, I mean, Keep the half UConn half. fans out of the building. And then okay. afterwards he said, no, it'll be back next year at MSG. Good. He walked out and saw that environment and said, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was a fun lead-up kind of story, but... Matt Norlander, I believe, was there. Yes. Is he going to join us tomorrow? He'll be with us tomorrow, Good. 12.05. We'll get Norlander in here. Uh, he said he was taking the train back home. He lives in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. A lot of UConn fans yeah. on that train home, and including a couple inebriated ones <laughs> that were talking yeah. about it. You know, I couldn't find much. I tried to find hockey, the two games there. Couldn't get there. Yeah. Same in the NBA. I think there's five or six games. Couldn't get there either, so... 
I got Kansas State plus four and a half, and that line's going down. So if you want to do it, mm. do some shopping. It's down to four now at Circa. Yeah, there are four and a half, so out there a couple of different places. I got Incarnate Word plus oh, seven and a half. Uh, they take on Southeast Louisiana. We had a huge upset against McNeese State, who's number one in uh, in the conference there. So that was one angle. I got Texas A&M Commerce. I don't know why this team continues to find their way onto my sheet, but they do. They're taking on a aforementioned McNeese State. We're getting 17 and a half <laughs> in that one. And then late night, the Big Sky, they rarely play games on a Monday. It's here. We're at it. Eastern Washington. Lay the five on the road at Portland State. Isn't that where Brinson went to school? It is. The Jimmy B pick of the day there. <laughs> Eastern Washington. K-State, Texas A&M Commerce, and Incarnate Word. What a gross slate that is. It truly is. We will be back tomorrow. There's better games tomorrow for Woo. sure. Uh, Murph and Andy are next. We're Miller and Condon. Weekdays 11-1 Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.